if you love Jesus, say amen. 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 It's good to be here with you this morning. Calvary Baptist Church, I love y'all so much. And uh, just want to be a blessing to you this morning. Want to be an encouragement. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to read one verse to you. And then I'm just going to jump into my message. And I'm just going to pour my heart out to you. And I hope I can be a blessing to you this morning. The Bible says in Genesis chapter uh, 37 and verse 19. Genesis chapter 37 and verse 19. Genesis chapter 37 and verse 19. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. And let's pray. Father, thank you for today. Father, I, I and of myself can't do anything this morning, Lord. I need your help. God, I pray you bind Satan off this place. I pray, Father, you please would speak through me to your people. I pray, dear God, you please would just help me, Lord, to be a blessing to them. Help me, Father, to convey this truth to them like you gave it to me, Lord. Please, would you meet with us this morning, I pray, in Jesus' name, amen. You all know the story of Joseph and how Joseph was Jacob's favorite son and his brothers envied him because of that. He made him a coat of many colors, and, and as Joseph was somewhere around 17 years of age, God began to give him some dreams. And he told his brothers, and his brothers didn't like the dreams that God gave him. He even told his father about it, and his father <laughs> rebuked him on it. And as Joseph was obeying his dad and going out to go check on his brothers, his brothers threw him in a pit and they sold him into slavery and you know the story and the journey that Joseph went on to where eventually he became second in command there in all of Egypt but I got to reading that story and man it just hit me Joseph had a dream and his brother said behold this dreamer cometh I remember when I was around 12 years of age, I was in the sixth grade and we had this play, uh, it was about Dr. King. And I remember we, uh, they had us going to different churches there in Decatur, Illinois, where I'm from, and they even had us going out to the mall and things, and we would perform this play and they had me playing like him and they'd have me quote his speech. And I remember standing out there in the mall and the local paper was there, the Herald and Review, and had my name, had my picture on the front page of the paper. and. I remember standing there and, and quoting some of that speech and, you know, I, something about my, my, my four children that they would not be judged on the color of their skin but the content of their character. Man. And I remember that. And who would think that <laughs> little 12-year-old fat kid a little later on, years down the road, I still would be speaking to people, preaching the gospel. Oh, but I just want to say to you this morning that Joseph had a dream. Dr. King had a dream. But I want to ask you this morning, do you have a dream? That's good, brother. Amen. Do you have a dream? You see, I got to tell you something this morning. I got a dream. And it's not a dream that I had. It's a dream that God gave me. You see, Joseph didn't get that dream by himself. God gave him those dreams. And folks, I got to tell you this morning, I got a dream. 
I got a dream that one day God could use me to reach my people. And that wasn't a dream that I put on myself. That was a dream that God gave a 21-year-old young man. I was content being there in Decatur, man. I, I had gotten back in church at age 19, and I was teaching second and third grade boys, and I was running a bus route, and I was working as a pharmacy tech and had me a nice little car. I mean, I'm in my hometown. Decatur's a small town. You can get to east to west in 10 minutes. I mean, man, I'm with my home church. But God said, hey, would you preach the gospel for me? God said, hey, you see your pastor, Brother Gerald Thompson, up there preaching? Would you do what he's doing? I need you to preach the gospel. And I, I, I said, God, if that's what you want me to do, God, I'll do it. You said, well, Brother Jesse, wait a minute. That was, you was 21. You turned 40 next month. Hey, I'm not giving up. That's still my dream. And Joseph could have got discouraged along the way and all the trials and things that he went through. But Joseph said, no, 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 no. God gave me that dream. And I'm telling you this morning that I have a dream. But do you have a dream? And not just a dream for myself. But I have a dream for those little kids that I preached to you over there. Amen. I got a dream that those kids will one day make it. And maybe we might look at them and see them coming off the bus and know they're not the best uh, well-behaved. And know maybe they, they cause problems sometimes. But I thank God when I was a bus kid that nobody gave up on me. Amen. And I go over there and I preach and I try to pour my heart out to those kids because I got a dream for them. I believe with all of my heart that those boys and girls over there will be the next backbone of Calvary Baptist Church. Amen. I got a dream that those boys and girls over there will one day be the future deacons at this church. Amen. Will one day be the future Sunday school teachers. Amen. Will one day be our future leaders right here in this room from kindergarten all the way up to adulthood. I'm trying to tell you this morning, hey, I got a dream. Amen. Got a dream for those kids. Got a dream for them. That's good, bro. But do you have a dream? Come on. I got a dream for our bus teams. That they wouldn't just make it out of junior church and a lot of them make it out of junior church and then they make it up here in our services here and then they start to drift away. No, I got a dream for our bus teams. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Starting this March 31st, we're going to have a team service. Amen. And we're going to start having youth activities. Amen. And I got a dream that these bus teams... It won't just be sitting in here, but hey, they're going to serve God one day. They're going to serve God one day. Amen. I got a dream for them. Amen. I got a dream to see that my kids will continue in the faith. Yes, Baby, I don't want Christianity just to stop with us. I got a dream that our children will one day continue to want to serve God. Amen. A dream that one day they won't let the faith die with them. I don't know about y'all, but in my family, sin wrecked and ruined. And when I chose to start serving, God started a godly line in my family. And I don't want it to just die with me. I'm hoping that my babies, my son and my daughter, Josiah and Gianna, will continue on in the faith. Hey, I got a dream this morning. But do you got a dream? I got a dream this morning to see many of my lost ones saved, my lost loved ones saved. That's right. Do you got a dream this morning? Amen. The last funeral I preached, my, my father's funeral last year, I had an uncle that I've been praying for and an uncle that I've been working on. And his name is James. We'll be calling him Uncle Squeak, Uncle Squeaky. Yes, he had a squeaky voice as a kid. I don't know. We call him Uncle Squeak. And he came up to me after that, that service and he said, Boo, that's my nickname. He said, Boo, you almost got me that time. And I said, Uncle, what you mean you almost got you? Uncle, I want you to be saved. Do you understand? He's already had two strokes, and I don't want him to go to hell. I want him to be saved, and I refuse to give up on my uncle. I refuse to give up and just say, that's it. That's just their life. They're going to die and go to hell. No, I got a dream that my family will one day come to Christ. But do you have a dream? 
Do you have a dream? Amen, Joseph had a dream. Dr. King had a dream. God has given me some dreams. But do you have a dream? Amen. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. I think there's many of us in this room. We have dreams. And I'm not talking about a selfish dream. I'm not talking about, I pray I hit the lotto. You don't need the lotto. You got God. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about a dream. I can drive a Rolls Royce. You don't need a Rolls Royce. Get you a vehicle, A to B, and to work in church. That's all you need. I'm talking about a dream that God puts on your heart. Do you have a dream this morning? Don't give up on that dream. Joseph didn't give up on that dream. Joseph pursued that dream. I have a dream. Don't give up on it. Also, because we have a dream, we have to understand that God has to get us ready for that dream. Right. You've got to understand, Joseph at 17 years of age, he wasn't ready to be second in command. That's right. There was a lot of humility yes, that sir. young man had to learn. Yes, sir. There was a lot of trials and things that God needed to take him through to get him ready to where he can handle where that dream is at. Yes, and so, yes, if God has given you a dream, don't get discouraged along the journey. Being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Philippians 1.6. Don't get discouraged along the journey. I remember when I turned 16. Well, that was my dream to drive a car, amen? And, uh, man, I remember... <laughs> We got into this little, uh, I can't remember the name of that car, a little four-door car, and I had my driver's ed teacher, Miss Lukenbill, here, and a couple other classmates in the back, and they drove fine, and then it was my turn. And I really thought, man, hey, I'm ready to drive a car. And so we got in there, and Miss Lukenbill was sitting there, and she said, okay, Jesse, now look, when we, when we get, we're in the student parking lot, she said, now when you, when, you, when you get behind the wheel here, you know, you're going to put both hands on the wheel, you know, after you buckle up, and then you're going to put it in gear, and then, Jesse, you're going to ease <laughs> on the gas pedal, and we're going to slowly accelerate out the parking lot and up to that stop sign. You got it, son? I said, yes, ma'am, I got it. And so, man, <laughs> Brother Jerry <laughs> got in there. I sat down. I did everything correct. I put it in drive, took my foot off the brake, and, man, we was gone. <laughs> I mean, man, we shot up through the parking lot. My teacher, she's doing like this. The guys in the back doing like that. We're flying. I, you know, I didn't understand. I mean, we're going. And then I, what I didn't know was those teachers have a big brake right there in the floor. Great big old metal brake on that side. So we're flying. And all of a sudden, she just went. And it was, <laughs> I looked over at her. She looked at me. She said, Jesse, I told you, ease on it. I wasn't ready to drive. But it don't stop there. Now we're at the stop sign. We're at a T intersection. We're in a parking lot. Here's Cantrell Street. There's houses in front of us, right? She said, Jesse, listen to me, boy. You're going to hit your left blinker. You're going to ease on the gas. You're going to turn in this lane. You're going to go to the stop sign, and we're going to make a right on 16th Street. Got it? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you got it. I said, yes, ma'am. We got to the stop sign. Folks, I did great. I eased on the gas, and we kept going forward, and we kept going forward, and we kept going forward. Now we're in somebody's yard, and we kept going forward. And she said, Jesse, what are you doing? Stop. And I just kept going forward. 
I turned the vehicle, now I'm in somebody else's yard, and we kept going, and then I got back out on the street, I made it to the stop sign, I looked over at my teacher, and she was just going. And then I hit my right blinker, and then I drove good the rest of the way. But obviously, I wasn't ready. It was a dream, but I wasn't ready. Folks, I needed some instruction. Folks, I needed to be taught some things. And so God may have put a dream in your heart, but just like Joseph, he can't just snatch him at 17 and put him in second in command. God had to take him through some things to make sense to you this morning. Sorry for all this stuff. I'm used to preaching to kids, amen? So you got to do all the movements and stuff like that. But look, he got to take you through some things to get you ready and get you prepared, amen? God has to get us ready for those dreams. Man, good night. You know, I, when I was a young man and got back in church, I thought, oh, yeah, 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 I'm ready for marriage. No, I wasn't. God had to get me ready. And me and my wife, we, we've talked about this. If we would have met in our younger years, it would have been a disaster. Okay? She, <laughs> I didn't understand. I'm selfish. She didn't understand. She said she was It would not have worked. God had to work on us and get us ready until that point where he brought us together in his time yes, to where we're ready for marriage. Amen. That makes sense to anybody this morning. I'm simply saying, number one, we have to have a dream. But number two, don't give up on that dream. Number three, get, um, God has to get us ready for that dream. He's got to take us through some things. And then I want to say this. If we're not careful sometimes... Our dreams can turn into nightmares. Our dreams can turn into nightmares. <laughs> I'll tell you about this dream I had. There's not a lot to do in Decatur. And I'll just be honest with you, one of my favorite things to do was to throw rocks at squirrels. That <laughs> sound crazy, that bust out. But you know, I don't know, it's just something about the little dude that just hopped and hopped and it just provoked me when I was young to throw a rock out. I couldn't explain it. I just, you know, I see one hopping and hopping and hopping and I just mean, you know, I try to hit it, and you know, squirrels is fast, man, so you know, if you try to hit them, then they take off, and you know, they don't just go straight up a tree, they kind of go around like that, and you know, sometimes if I felt like I couldn't get them, I'd just, like a shotgun, take a whole handful to throw it at them, <laughs> try to get them, and it's just something I like to do, you know, as a little kid. But one time I had this dream, and man, just imagine, you got this, like I'm in a beautiful park, I mean, like out there, I mean, it's just beautiful, and grass everywhere, and trees, and just a lovely day, Squirrel just hoppity 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 hop, you know, as they as they going on through. And man, I, I don't know, just like I normally would do in real life, man. I picked up a rocket, man, I threw it at that squirrel, and I hit it. But folks, this time when I hit the squirrel, the squirrel did this in my dream. He went. <laughs> and I thought, oh, this ain't good. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, man. He got real, real big. And these teeth start coming out real long. And man, when I saw that squirrel did that, I said, I said, uh oh, I gotta go. So man, I start booking. I mean, man, I'm running. I mean, man, I'm running, man, I'm running. And then as soon as I looked over my shoulder, he was right there. You know how man his teeth was long, they had that little bing, little glistening at the end of it. And man, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. And then all of a sudden, I started slowing down. I thought, oh no, keep running. Oh, keep going, you know, it's like something slowing me down. And I'm like, oh, I looked over my shoulder, his teeth was right there, he was getting ready to bite me. And then I woke up. I haven't touched it through a squirrel since then. 
If I see a squirrel run in front of me in my car, I stop. I risk an accident. Hey, acorn right there. I'm going to help you. Go go about your business. See, what you tell us the absolute, I don't know why I told you that story. I just want to have a good time. No, I'm just kidding. But folks, can I tell you this morning, God may have given us a dream, but when we want to play in sin, it can turn into a nightmare. It can turn into a nightmare. You see, I understand that if I play in sin, I can't help those kids over there. That's right. I understand if I'm playing in sin, I can't help those bus teams. I understand if I'm playing in sin that I can't really help my kids. I understand that if I'm playing in sin, I can't, re- I can't have a godly marriage that God wants me to have. You see, we have to understand the Bible says, He that covereth his sin shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsaketh shall obtain mercy of the Lord. And I hope I quoted that right. But when we decide to play in sin, those dreams can turn into nightmares. And so what I'm saying this morning is if God has given you a dream, don't mess that dream up by playing in sin. Won't you get right with him this morning? I know we all sin, and I'm not saying none of us, we, we, but it's when we, we have this idea that we can hide from God. That's why I be telling my kids over there, you can't hide from God. I tell those boys and girls, you can get in a spaceship and go up into space, he's still going to see you. You get on a submarine and go to the depths of the ocean where it's black, you can't see nothing, and some animal right in front of your face and you can't see him, God's still going to see you. You can go east, west, wherever, God is going to see what you're into. So why do we play games with God? Why don't we humble ourselves and come clean and say, hey, God, Lord, you already know what's going on. Father, I need to get right with you. God, you put a dream in my heart. And God, I know I can't reach that dream if I'm playing in sin. Oh, I I might can fool my parents. I might can fool the pastor. I might can fool whoever. But God, you know what's really going on. And so I'm saying this morning, listen, Joseph could have messed that dream up. But he ran out of that house when his, when his master's wife went after him. Joseph could have messed that dream up. He could have got bitter and angry and upset at what his brothers did to yes, him sir. and messed everything up. Right. But he said, no, no, God gave me a dream. Do you have a dream this morning? Has God given you a dream? God given you a dream. If he has, won't you pursue it? Don't give up on it. Don't get weary. And understand if you haven't made it there yet, Hey, God may still be working on you. Let God work in that situation. My family members, when I started going to church, they didn't get saved right away. You see, in my family, we had a lot of people that went to church, but they were playing church. Oh, they went to church, but then they went to club the next weekend. So me coming in and talking about I'm going to church, I didn't have an effect on everybody right away. They had to see my testimony for a while before they would hear the gospel from me. Am I making sense to you? Yes, sir. Okay? You got to let God work in them situations. Grandma, don't give up on grandkids. Right. Parents, don't give up on your kids. Right. Brothers, brothers, don't give up on your sisters. Man, it tickled me. Brother Felton, I was up when I was up a couple weeks ago preaching in Indiana. I'm driving down the Dan Ryan Expressway in Chicago, and I got a phone call from my baby sister. And she said, Boo, guess what? I just got engaged. I said, Baby girl, I'm so happy for you. You see, my baby sister, that was my tag along. Brother Carl, everywhere I went, you saw Sheena. She didn't even try to go Thursday night soul winning with me. I said, no, that's the men, little girl. You got to stay back. You know, she tried to come Thursday night soul winning with me. She was my little tag along. I remember when I came home from Bible college one time, I saw a teen newsletter, and 
you know, that they did for them, a little teen newsletter, and I saw at the bottom she was the teen of the week. And in her comments, she said, I just want to follow in the footsteps of my big brother. And I remember, man, I got it. Hey, somebody's watching me. I got a responsibility. And that little girl did follow me. She ended up coming to Bible college and uh, serving in the same ministries I served in, bus ministry, chapel ministry, even made the tour group and went out singing to represent the college. Amen. And now here she is getting ready to marry a preacher. Amen. You see, folks, I'm just telling you, when you got a dream, don't give up on it. Let God work in those situations. Right. Let God work on you to get you ready for that dream. Amen. But hold on now. When we play in sin, that dream can turn into a nightmare. That's right. God sees what we're doing. Yes, we can't fool him. Why don't we come clean and say, dear God, I want that dream that you gave me. I'm tired of playing games, Lord. Here I am, Lord. I'm sorry. I want to get right. And let's get back on track for that dream that you put in my heart. This morning, do you have a dream? Amen. Father, I pray you please be 